Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how are you doing? I feel like I'm in Japan every time I hear your lovely voice, Chris. That's the point I'd like to make right now as we start the podcast. And yet, I'm not in Japan. No, you're not. I'm you're very much in London. You, practically on your lap, coffee in hand. I've it's, seen you so much in the last couple of months. It's, it's been, almost getting a bit too much, oh, to no, be honest, I Chris. Can't bear it. It. <laughs> it's so much nicer just talking to you when I'm in a lonely hotel room somewhere <laughs> in North Japan. Um, yeah, no, I've come back to the UK. Mm. Uh, it's the first time this year, I think, and it's good to be back. It's always yeah. good to come home. I come back for a few weeks every year just mm. to remind myself that I'm British and that the UK's good. Mm. And, and and then you come back and remind yourself that it's not. <laughs> I've I've seen you more than I've seen my parents this year. That's bad, isn't it? That's it's, bad crack, that is, as my dad would say. Yeah. yeah. So you terrible. came to Japan mm. for a few weeks. Yeah. You flew back to the UK on the same day that I came to the UK. Everyone just came back. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So Pete came over to visit. You had mm. two weeks in Japan. Mm. How was it? It was fucking rainy, Chris. <laughs> every last uh, minute of every last hour of every last day, it rained and rained. And rain. Oh no! It was a bit of a disaster. Probably to be not a good idea to come to Japan in rainy season. <laughs> no, I clever boy could have probably uh, sorted my debts out a bit, a little bit easier. What is rainy season? How long does it last? It rains a lot, isn't it? Yeah, the whole of June's a bit of a shit show. Yeah, okay, uh, if you come right. to Japan in June, don't. <laughs> oh, what if you do, bring an umbrella. <laughs> it's so rainy. Isn't that strange, though, that it seems to, like, you know, uh, collect all of its rainy season business into one little tiny month? It's very strange. It's very odd. But do, were you still able to do something good? Yeah, I mean, you know me, Chris. I'm a bit of a night cli- nightlife kind of uh, night owl, so uh, those kind of things were fine uh, with the rain, just to remember to carry a brolly around. But, uh, yeah, we went all over the place. Um, we spent a couple of days in uh, Miyazaki. Miyazaki, Miyazaki in Kyushu, right? In Kyushu, uh, the um, Aoshima, I think it's called, uh, with the shrine on the um, on this wee little island that's mm. surrounded by all this volcanic rock. But they're all in like lines, really thin like lines spreading out from the island, uh, and it just looks like um, it, it does look like a washboard. They call it the Devil's Washboard. Actually, I've seen it written Devil's Washboard, Ogre's Washboard, all <laughs> kinds of different washboard. They can't seem to decide whether it's an Ogre's Washboard or a Devil's Washboard. Either way, uh, that was very beautiful, very pretty. I recommend that, if you, especially if you like surfing. 
as well because there's some mean. What did they do? I know, like yeah, snowboarders call it powder, but what do surfers call it? Surf, big surf, big surf, hit yeah. some big air. Yeah, that region's mm. well known for its surf. Actually, yeah, you meet a lot of Japanese surfers down there. Mm. I've never been to Miyazaki. It's one of I think four or five prefectures I've yet to visit. Yeah, if you could sum it up in one word, what would that word be? Sunny. It was really nice. The oh. first couple of days were really nice. Um, went down to Kagoshima. Kagoshima. Did you see the smoking volcano, Sakurajima? It was not. Uh, it was not smoking at the time. Sakurajima, the big boy, was not doing anything really at the time. Oh. But um, again, it started raining again. It, it, so I was just well, like, well, I can't really get a. It, it just looked a bit miserable. So we're like, you know what? We'll try and chase chase the good weather and we kind of found it in sort of Kobe sort of area so we kept on going did you know uh, people in uh, the the next the final video of Journey Across Japan Never Ending Mm. Cycle of Despair is coming out this week uh, same week as this podcast Um, you've got to Kagoshima before I did Um, (laughs) the the people there carry umbrellas not just for the rain but for also for the ash. Oh, because a lot of ash comes down the volcano and peppers the, the city of Kagoshima with ash so yeah, I mean, that's not ideal, is it? It's not ideal. <laughs> it looks like everyone's clothes. got dandruff walking yeah. around town. Horrible. But luckily I didn't have that problem when I was there. No. But um, did you get to see... So I presume you saw a bit of the uh, smoking volcano and had a lovely time. Yeah, it was smoking. It was really nice. It was a hot, sunny day, mm. as you'll see in the video, and uh, which you should definitely watch mm. on the Abroad Japan channel. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just smoking away quietly in the background. It looks really cool. It reminded me of the... Um, I don't know if you've been to Disneyland Sea in Tokyo no but they've got a volcano in the middle of the park obviously not a real volcano but it is smoking (laughs) and it made me think of Disneyland Sea it's a weird thing to install in the middle of your park isn't isn't it? it It's a weird thing to have it smoking all day. What does it? it is it cool, just like though. dry ice or? I don't know. How do they make it smoke? I have to make a video about it. But it looks <laughs> really theatrically brilliant. And so <laughs> when I was just standing there in Kagoshima, looking over the city, out towards the volcano, that's what I thought about mm. Disneyland Sea. <laughs> and you will too when yeah. you go there. It was nice though. The people were very nice, and it was uh, uh, it was very picturesque. Well, my favourite thing about your trip was you finally made, and we've talked about this, ladies and gentlemen, for years. You demanded it one year uh, that Pete Donaldson was going to make his very first YouTube channel and. YouTube video. He did it, and it's it's gone viral with Piece a of whopping piss. seventeen <laughs> seventeen thousand views. Yeah, um, what's it called, Pete? Uh, I can't remember. The channel's called Travel Clickbait Farts. It's a, it was an old channel that I used to put videos on um, that I had to, if I had to, uh, if I was drafting up a bit of video for my football podcast or something, I'd stick it on there right. um, and send people a link so they could look at it. Um, but this uh, is very much, I've rebranded it to Travel Clickbait Farts <laughs> for, for um, fun and profit. Yeah, so mm. you made a video called 60 Things to Do When You're Bored or something. Yeah, something like that. I, I, well, I was just basically taking the uh, the, the, the general um, aesthetic uh, appeal of your channel, red red and black, and you going, ooh, bloody hell, and, uh, exactly and lots of things happening in the background. Uh, and, yeah, basically copied that. And it uh, move, it's, work, it's worked, Chris. It did, it did it's work. Worked. Mainly because I bloody promoted it All for right, you. All right, Chris, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Social media relentlessly for one day. <laughs> um, you got, you've now got... An incredible 1,413 subscribers. When does YouTube send me my doubloons? Well, we can joke about that that number, right? But that's actually quite impressive. It took me one year on YouTube to get that number of subscribers. You got it in like a day. You could be the kingmaker for so many channels that actually give a shit. That's right. But I enjoyed... uh, But I think when I was walking around uh, the day I hung out with you, the day Mm. I hung out with uh, Ian, who works at Tokyo Creative, and uh, a couple of others, um, every time I saw something a bit silly... 
I thought I'll film that. Just a little three-second clip and basically just concatenate them together. Took a couple of hours, uh, Chris. I don't mind admitting that I am an editing whiz on uh, the popular uh, editing package, Sony Vegas, uh, well, which is an unlovable uh, video package, but it is um, it's something I can work with. I think the key to it was just you had a, a very good voiceover. Oh, okay. Your wonderful okay. voice to give you. It's your radio voice, your decadent radio voice. I don't, was think I, was, I don't think I was trying that hard, Chris, but it, worked, but it worked. It's a good video. It reminded me of it is, back when I made videos that were good. And it's... <laughs> Or videos that were just not as much effort as I put in now, but probably mm. more entertaining. <laughs> Actually, it inspired edit. me. Like, after Journey Across Japan, I'm going to just make videos like that. Just go down, just go down the um, 7-Eleven, fight with some eggs, and just pick up some crap and just go, look, yeah. Brilliant. And go pick up some, uh, what's it, is it, what is it, is it, is it? But do you feel, having made this video, do you feel like you're going to carry on, you're going to take Ooh. these four... I mean, you've, got, <laughs> you've got... Well, you've got 1,413... Hang on, 1,413 subscribers right. sitting there waiting right. for the for next what? video. For the next vid to drop. The next incredible chapter in yeah, the Pete Donaldson... The problem is... Travel clickbait fart story. The, the only reason anybody subscribed to that channel is because they're expecting Japanese content. Now... Just go down the... It, there's loads... We're sitting in the middle of London <laughs> with at least 25 Japanese restaurants within a one-mile... Radius of this room that we're in now. Get I'm drinking some. I'm dr- what? Like give them like a Japanese well, experience just in London. To be in Japan. Or something. <laughs> the uh, I like the. Uh, I think I was wearing my um, Osaka Greco Man uh, T-shirt. The Greco Man, Glico Man oh, T-shirt yeah. in uh, in in this Japanese supermarket around the corner. I got many uh, underwhelming comments from the staff who work there. But I'm I'm currently <laughs> drinking a um, Kisaten. Um, uh, milk tea, so yeah, coffee shop uh, milk tea uh, that used to be a Japanese sort of manga shop, and nobody used to go in there. Right. And now they're converted into a karaoke house slash bubble tea shop oh, slash. No, not bubble tea. It's just endless. You actually but it's, like uh, bubble tea? I, I like the. You know what? I can take it or leave it, but the little bubbles that pop are incredibly charming. Hor- last time mm. my bubble tea was four years ago, and I felt physically sick. I don't know why. <laughs> but I've had a good month. Um, well, I haven't had a good month. It's been a busy month, but I've mm. had a good week because oh. I got featured in the Yomiuri. The biggest newspaper in Japan. Mate! Did you see it? I am reading about a. Oh, God, what is it now? What's the name of it? Because I bought this book in uh, accidentally and I bought it in French. Um, so now I own a book about a Tokyo based. Um, uh, based newspaper writer, journalist, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I bought it in French, and obviously I can't read French or, or write it. Um, so that was no good to me. So then I bought it in English. It's actually quite an interesting uh, story. The guy's um, started off, I think he went to school. He's, he's an American right. guy. American kind of um, New York uh, Jewish chap. So Is it Tokyo Vice? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I read that years ago. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I haven't. It's quite good. It's all right. He's a bit, yeah, of, a blow, Jake, Jake bit of a blowhard. Jake Ad- Adelstein, right? Mm. Adelstein, yeah, they're making it into a TV show. Are they? It's quite a good book. Uh, it talks about his time um, as a journalist at the Yomiuri Shimbun dealing with the Yakuza. Mm. It's, a diff- it's a bit difficult to know which bits of fiction and non-fiction mm. do feel like a lot of it's dramatised. But nonetheless, it was a really good read. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of the stories that I mean that he's doing at the start of the book is obviously very... Um, they're very small scale stuff, like a little murder here, a little fight, fist fight here. But um, yeah, I'm sure it'll ramp up to something more dramatic. But it seems quite all realistic. Just... If you're wondering what we're talking about, take your advice. Mm. Book, um, you get off anywhere. Um, yeah, really work. Don't buy French. If you're into Yakuza, mm. it's a good little read. Um, Interesting. And alternatively, if you want to see the Abroad in Japan channel featuring the Yomiuri Shimbun, just go to the social media yes. of Abroad in Japan. So and see the most awkward. Title and photo ever. I'd you were interviewed about your um, Abroad Japan channel. Yeah. Which is very good. Yeah. And uh, you were giving it the big licks about how awesome you are. And, uh, yeah, so and, and, and they 
duly delivered a, a very complimentary piece about you. Well, yeah, but if you look at the article, the title is Videos Like a Party, <laughs> and then beneath that is a photo of me standing alone in the middle of a road filming myself with the camera looking like a complete dickhead. Why? I get, did, did they we take staged a... it because they were like, let's go and take a photo of you and make it look like you're doing something. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Usually these days I don't film myself. I, you know, I try and have a cameraman. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it just looks really awkward. <laughs> but kind of like ironically, comedically shit. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a good article. It was all right. It was, I enjoyed it. it. Cool. I enjoyed it. And, it was good. Uh, I was thankful to the Omirishim. I like the first line of it as well. Mm. So it was like some Norwegian people just wandered up to me and asked, are you Chris Broad? And it's like, the second line is, he was. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. He was have a read of that. Go have a read yeah. of that. But that isn't the news story we're here to talk about today. Mm. There is a news story that lots of you guys have been asking me uh, to talk about. And it did happen a few weeks ago. We're a bit late to the party on this one because Pete and I have been travelling around and whatnot. And it is the... Kim Kardashian horrible cultural appropriation story. Mm. Um, now, I hate the phrase cultural appropriation like a lot of people. I feel like it's overused in this day and age of overly, you know, political correctness gone mad. I feel like it's, it is overused. But this is this situation with Kim Kardashian, it taught me the definition of cultural appropriation. Mm. What happened, Pete? Um, she released a set of clo- uh, like a clothing range um, that basically was called Kimono. 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 Clever, isn't it? Clever. I see what she's done there. But um, it's basically <laughs> just tight pants, like kind of body shaping yeah, pants yeah, for women. Yeah. They it? look pretty crap, to be honest. Well, I mean, as pants go, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm no expert in in ladies' bloomers, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think what we're forgetting here is that. Uh, People of a certain uh, financial uh, income uh, can look like Kim Kardashian and her sisters, but um, it don't come through hard work. <laughs> it does not come through hard work. It comes through the knife or the uh, injections. <laughs> it certainly does. And yeah, I mean, I. It, it, it all, she wanted to. Tr- the, the bit that really annoyed me was her trademarking or attempted to trademark the word that's kimono. A, that's a weird one. pretty isn't bold move, isn't it? I mean, surely the makers, surely the people who have, bought, have sold kimonos over the thousands and thousands of years that uh, Japan's been selling them, surely must have said, must have tried to trademark it at some point. Can we trademark a kimono, please? You shouldn't need to with a word that, that has that much <laughs> historical... Well, it's like trousers, of... isn't it? It's like trying to try, try, try and make the, uh, the word trousers. Pete Dawson's trousers. Trousers, yeah. <laughs> but, like... I mean, what what the bit where I got really annoyed about this was when I saw on Twitter um, mm. just loads of photos of Japanese women taking up arms against Kim Kardashian, mm. posting photos of them adorning their beautiful kimonos that mm. they've worn, been passed down from generation to generation, and they sort of pleading with Kim Kardashian not to completely trash the word kimono, mm. drag it through the dirt. This beautiful, um, beautiful item of clothing, bit Do of you- Japanese heritage which is now going to be some tacky solution. <laughs> it was going to be called kimono solution wear. Solution wear. Fucking awful. When the solution is a high, uh, a big sandwich, <laughs> it seems to be. It's just a lot of, uh, sort of waste training products, wasn't it? Uh, but yeah, I think it's um, it's sad. But I, do you not think that she, just, she knew that? And presumably the people, whenever you create a massive mm. line like this, mm. presumably... Um, you know exactly... You, you're going to be working with professionals and they're going to go, we clearly can't trademark that. This is just going to be a big old kind of... Um, well, I mean, yeah, a lot, of people, a lot of people thought it was going to be like a publicity stunt, mm. right? That she was doing it so it would create this online backlash and then she would be... The good guy. Well, I mean, sort did, of like, you know, yeah. Inevitably, in the end, um, after the backlash, she did step down saying, mm. you know, I've thought about this carefully, blah, blah, blah. Mm. We're not going to use the word kimono now. 
It's weird, isn't it? And a lot it? of people thought that was staged. Mm. And I, I don't know whether it is or not, but then again, this is the woman that had a conveniently leaked sex tape, and that is essentially how her entire career started. Mm. Conveniently leaked it's sex tape. Interesting family. Convenient, yeah, well... Well, I didn't really know who she was before the sex... Like, a bit like Paris Hilton, before she right. did sex tape. It was like, I don't know who any of these people are, to be honest. Should I know them? I mean, it's the O.J. Simpson <laughs> daughter of O.J. Simpson's lawyer, wasn't it, or something? Yeah. yeah. I don't really know the family. It all started there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, imagine being Japanese and having this... It's wonderful kimono. The whole, the whole, the word kimono being <laughs> stolen by a woman who's become famous through a conveniently leaked st- sex tape. It's is just, there is there anything oh. that um, that is quintessentially Br- British that you wouldn't want a celebrity to steal? Like I don't know, um, Ron Jeremy's pasties. <laughs> Oh, Ron Jeremy's pasties. <laughs> that's the most famous person I can think of Port at pies. that time. Know, I was thinking yeah. about porn. That's why. Pot pies, yes. <laughs> Mainly just food. Um, Peter, is there a famous Peter? Peter. Yeah, Peter Andre. Peter. Peter he's, no, he's, he's having famous. a global Peter, strategy. Peter. <laughs> Peter. No. Why is there not famous Peters? Well, you're famous. Well, I'll have to be. Sounds like there's a, a real dearth of there's a vacuum, if you will, of uh, of famous Peters, and I need to inhabit it. Mate, you've got fourteen hundred subscribers. Mate, if that's not famous. Nothing is. Oh, I'm gonna abuse. I'm gonna <laughs> abuse them. I'm gonna put some awful things up there. But she she uh, stepped down after the mayor of Kyoto actually sent her a letter pleading with her to drop the word kimono, uh, and also, I think, offering a tour of Kyoto, and a traditional tour. Oh, sorry. I'm Getting always very... Tour. I'm always very reverential about Japan, and nice to it. Where's what do I tour? get? Where's my free tour? Oh, I've got to spend a couple of grand on holiday every bloody year to see my <laughs> friend Chris Broad in Japan. Thank you. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's interesting when I contrast this with the Avril Lavigne Hello Kitty video, which we mm. talked about... I think before yeah. um, Avril Lavigne made a video Hello Kitty if you haven't seen it Hello Kitty probably don't go and listen to it or go and watch the video but just turn the sound off um, <laughs> I haven't got really I haven't really got anything against Avril Lavigne no but that video is fucking awful uh, I remember I played it to Natsuki and he literally threw me out of his shop <laughs> he was like get the fuck out and like threw me out the door and um, it's not hard to see why when you play it a lot of people <laughs> said that was cultural appropriation or whatever mm. because she um, played on, upon these stereotypes of Japan and shop staff being like robots or something because right. she's walking through Harajuku and mm. surrounded by Japanese women that are acting really robotic and weird right. I wouldn't call that I, I don't think that's cultural appropriation I think it's just a, just a shit video mm. and, um, and also like we said last time it's hardly high society it's hardly high, high culture is it really I mean no. it's, it's Hello Kitty and a sweet shop in but Harajuku a credit where it's due Avril Lavigne does actually like Japan yeah, and I see her face on posters and adverts all across the country she's all over uh, all over the old um She's all over the bus shelters in, uh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. She's, in Japan. She's doing some sort of product range for yeah. skincare at the moment. Yeah. That's the trick, right? If you're a celebrity mm. out there in the big wide world, go and say you like Japan, Japanese companies, like, I'm not lying, Japanese companies will snap you up, mm. fly you over to Tokyo and put you in loads of adverts. Yeah. And then you'll be, you know, rolling in a pile of money. That's how Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, Jones Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> Those two. Literally anyone. And now Avril Lavigne. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the Triforce, as we so call it. If you're them. an A-list or B-list celebrity listening to this, that's what you need to do. Shout out Japan, and the money will come rolling in. That was my plan. That was my plan. shelters all around Tokyo. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a uh, short ad break, uh, if that's all right with you. So we'll do be back it. in a second. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Long, long, We're back. Long, long, man. I bought one of them while I was away. A big, it's a bit like a ribbon candy, isn't it? It's like a big, long chewing gum thing. It's mm. a chewing gum. Or no, candy, it's just normal sorry. candy. It's kind of quite um, yielding, kind of, you know when you bite something that uh, resembles the texture of, like, flesh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you feel a bit weird doing it. That's a long man. It's like, it's it's too yielding. You're sort of like going, oh, I shouldn't be biting this. Can't say I've ever bitten into anything that's <laughs> fleshy. Um, <laughs> well, you never lived, uh, Chris. Clearly not. I think we Clearly know not. what you're like in the bedroom. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, moving on. Questions. Questions. What have from we got from the fax machine? Ma- fax machine is turned on, and it is beep beep beeping. Um, greetings, Chris and Pete. Uh, my name is James, and I'm from Alabama, USA. Um, I always enjoy listening to the podcast while riding the subway. For the past ten months, I've been studying abroad in the Nagoya area of Japan, uh, learning Japanese. Um, Unfortunately, my time in Japan is coming to a close. As time of writing, or at time of writing, uh, I've got about two weeks until I return home. My question is that if you were to leave Japan not knowing when you would come back, what would you do on your very last mm. day? 
I suppose the businessman in me would just make loads of videos in a day, like 25 videos, and then just, <laughs> we just like just distribute them throughout the next two years and just pretend to be in Japan. Right, okay. But the human in me would go to Sakata, mm. Yamagata, and uh, go out for one last drink with my friends Natsuki and Yuki. Aww. And then we'd go to karaoke and sing Backstreet Boys all night long. That's lovely, Chris. It is lovely. That's a that. lovely thing to say. Yeah, whenever I'm stressed, I always think back to my time there in Yamagata Prefecture. I had so many nice moments where I just... And I just thought, wow, life is good. You're a real kind of... Um, you're not a city boy, are you, in Japan? No, you really no. are. You do like the villages. Yeah, I mean, I've lived in Sendai for three and a half years now. Mm. Jesus, that's all quick. Um, I live in Sendai now more than I've lived in the countryside. Mm. And, yeah, I, yeah, I was always a lot happier out in the countryside. Yeah. Um, it, when we were out in uh, Aoshima, it was a situation where we'd be... Um, it was very, 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 very quiet. And, like, you know, like, we're sort of spoiled by the fact that, like, the bullet trains take no time at all to get from one place to the other. Mm. Um, those kind of, like, local kind of GR trains that, like, oh, yeah. every half an hour it'll come, <laughs> or every hour it'll come, and it'll just be one of those little kind of, little trolleys, effectively, taking us into, uh, taking us into uh, Kagoshima. It's weird. It's weird. You just have those nice moments there out there, right? Where you just stop and look around and kind of go, "Yes, this is it." No, oh, massively. Yeah. And like you sort of had, uh, and you just—it's just so relaxing. You don't see another soul. Like it got to about ten o'clock. We arrived at our Airbnb. And we, we we got to our um, place, mm. and we sort of got set up shop and was like, "Oh, we'll, we'll pop out and get some food." And uh, we had to walk for miles and miles and miles <laughs> to find a Seven Eleven. And we found quite a big Seven Eleven. Mm. I was just the cleaner leaving for some reason. He just think, thinks it's okay to pop in and <laughs> just start. start Emptying bins while recording. Yes, fine, mate. Um, <laughs> I mean, a bit of decorum. The, 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 yeah, the, the recording light was on, guys. Outrageous. In Central London in uh, Peak Studio. It's cleaner just, just walked, walked in. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just. all the rubbish. Yeah, we're just recording something here. Yeah, it's fine. Shocking. Oh, dear. This is the Braun Japan podcast, goddammit. Just <laughs> walking. Um, but yeah, but yeah, um, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, there's a, cock- there's a big cockroach. <laughs> there's a big cockroach trying to get into the 7-Eleven. That's why I can't live down in the south. Like, right. you know, south Japan, there's just so much death. Snakes. A lot of cockroaches. Giant bumblebees that'll eat your mm. face. Cockroaches, horrible. Can't be doing with that. I enjoyed it. But it's very, very, very quiet. What would you do on your last day? Say, for whatever reason, you couldn't come back to Japan. Mm. Uh, what would you do on your last day? I would want something that kind of lived long in the memory, uh, if you, not you the body. Get, you, you just get drunk in Shibuya and I roll, roll would, around on the floor. Look, if, if I don't get myself on that Shibuya meltdown Instagram <laughs> um, page, I'd be very upset. Um, and, uh, yeah, I would, get, I would try and get a disease. <laughs> Because I'd remember it, because I'd remember my good times in Japan, where, like in, in later life, where I started this disease. So I'd probably spend my time licking all of the handrails on the tube. Not the answer. <laughs> I think I was. I was expecting. No, no. I'd probably just have. Yeah, it's like just you know, hang, probably hang out with you. Hang out with me. You'd let me eat a horse again. <laughs> God. Yeah. When uh, when Pete came over, we did eat. Horse, raw horse. Yeah, Chris kept on like laughing and ha ha ha. Enjoy the horse. I'm going. I'm enjoying the horse. It's fine. I didn't laugh. You were going ha 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 ha. How is the horse, Pete? And I was going, <laughs> it's fine, Chris. It's delicious. Um, the flank is a bit fatty. It was just fat. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you were going ha ha. Enjoy the horse, Pete. And I was going, I'm, I'm enjoying the horse, Chris. It's fine. So, I mean, I, I released a video a few weeks ago, didn't I, about mm. eating Japanese horse meat? I've done it before. Mm. And you get a lot of hate. From people who, who love horses, and mm. I, you know, I can understand that's fair enough. I don't go out and eat horse every day. It's like an annual thing, right? Um, it tastes quite good. Tastes all right. I, I think, uh, I think it's worth a try. If you come in Japan and you're a meat connoisseur, horse meat 
known as Basashi in Japan, is definitely worth a try. Or the more elegant name, Sakuraniku. Oh, cherry blossom. Like cherry blossom. It's pink, like cherry blossom. <laughs> so really it's weird, though, isn't it? Poetic like, way of looking at a dead horse. Why but... don't why like why do we treat uh, cows as being um well, that was like the not thing. companions? Yeah, right, I, compared I found to... it quite hypocritical. Lots of people had a go at me, like, "Oh, you killed a horse!" Yeah. Mm. But it's like, what about the billions of ho- cows that die every year? Mm. Cows, and chickens. You know, you can't. Yeah. It seems a bit hypocritical to massively have and, a go and, for eating a horse, but not for meat in general. Right? You had I, a go at me for eating a cow, but not a horse. I'd probably not do a dog. No, I probably no, that's, that's isn't that isn't that sad though that I'd like I draw the line. Well, you ju- you just sort of make, you've got this little moral kind of compass that's all bent and broken. Yeah, and you're just like, why am I stopping at dog? Because I bloody love dogs. Um, I'd eat a cat. <laughs> Joking, I wouldn't eat a cat. I would eat a cat. <laughs> I wonder what it tastes like. I don't know. We're not. Mm. We're not eating a cat. Okay. Cats are right, fine. Cats Everyone are nice. loves cats and dogs. Yeah. Hello Kitty. <laughs> Get in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Kitty music video that we, that we don't deserve. Um, me, me, <laughs> me getting kicked out of a cat cafe. Sir! <laughs> oh, God. It's not the food. It's not the food in the cafe. We've got another question here from <laughs> Sean. This is Hi Christof- Christopher. He's mm, my full name. Hello. It's bold. Hi Christopher and Pete. Peter. Thought I'd be formal. We haven't met. <laughs> I'm arriving in Tokyo in 88 days for the Rugby World Cup. I've got loads planned from your videos, but I'm ashamed to say I've never had sushi before. Where would you say I should start? Should I bother with the chain restaurants or get or go the full shebang to somewhere proper? Is there somewhere that much different... Is there somewhere that much different, seeing as though it's just fish and rice? Also, great to see someone else who loves a jar of Sapporo. Uh, hoping to find bars with that on tap. Can only seem to find the cans here. Also, can't wait to buy a pair of sappy pants. The other half <laughs> will, sh- I'm sure, love them. Sean, sappy underwear. Is sappy... Is that like some kind of weird uh, it's brand? A, it's a, if, uh, yeah, it's a brand in Don Quixote. You know the, mm. the good... The, Discount goods store, Don Quixote. Mm. They've got a weird brand of underwear just called Sappy. Mm. That and Black Man. Black Man pants. Black Man underwear and mm. Sappy underwear. Sappy. I'm not sure which I'd rather have. Well, because um, like, Sap is like the oozing filth from a tree, isn't it? Yeah, or just. You don't want that in your pants. Sappy. Loser, sappy. right? Kind of a yeah, I guess so. Sap. Sappy. Sappy. Bit of a weird one. Imagine just, <laughs> you know, going back to some someone's apartment, yeah. things are going well, you pull down your trousers and reveal Sappy underwear. I just. Kind of it. kills it. Right off the bat, well, I think any man uh, worth his salt has probably got some pants he's pretty ashamed of, so the, the trick is just Speak take it all yourself. off at once. Speak for yourself. Pull it all down at once. Um, going back to the subject of sushi, though. Um, <laughs> from pants to sushi. From pants to sushi. I would say my favourite sushi chain is Sushi Zanmai. Ooh. Um, best tuna in the land and at a reasonable price. They're all over Japan. The owner of Sushi Zanmai, Kiyoshi Kimura, is known as the tuna king because mm. every year he spends a frivolous amount of money, a ridiculous sum of money, on uh, the most expensive tuna in all of Japan. This year he spent $3.1 million on a single tuna. That's his record. That's his record and the world record for the, the, the most ever spent on a fish. The ships that must go out, it must be like, well, right, that that's the one for the tuna king. They, well, this is going to bag me the big bucks. <laughs> well, I've been on it. I've been on the boat that got the mm. tuna. It's oh, really? In, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I made a video back in February uh, called "What Does I think It's Like What Does Three Point One Million Dollar Tuna Taste Like?" Yeah. or something. And I, I, Ryota and I actually went out. Uh, all these, all these, the best tuna in Japan is caught in Oma, which is this little peninsula um, just off the northern tip of Honshu, between right. the island of Hokkaido and Honshu. Mm. A little bit of sea, and there's a really fertile strait and loads of great tuna there and they have this like one fishing line one rod method where they just drop a line to the sea and catch one large tuna at a time it's quite a spectacle if you want if you're into fishing of tuna or fishing in general check out the video it's quite a good one but 
yeah, he spent three point one million dollars on this on this tuna. That's too much, isn't it? Probably a bit excessive, but credit where it's due. Sushi's and my the tuna is amazing. Yeah, uh, you're looking at about two thousand five hundred yen for a big plate, a big variety plate of tuna, but it's so good. That's and I, worth I, it. I make an effort to go there when I'm, whenever I'm around in Tokyo. I try and go like once a week. Yeah, well, um, especially because um, it's not it's not conveyor belt sushi though. It's not like mm. uh, you know, it's not a conveyor belt or a no. little train or anything. It's not kind of fast food theatrically. Yeah. I think with that, you sort of... Um, I'd argue that if you've never been to Japan and eaten sushi or you've never been to, like, a high-grade sushi restaurant wherever you are in a big city, I would argue you probably haven't had proper sushi. Well, exactly. And I've only had it once with you. Well, I mean, I didn't... I mean, I... Where I lived in Sakata, I mm. had a conveyor belt sushi restaurant. Yeah. And I went there, like, once a week, and I thought that was sushi. And then my friend Yuki uh, took went, me for some uh, proper sushi. The one that we, I took you to, mm, actually, for you last year. And so good. Mm. Like, yeah, you, you pay a little bit more. Like, conveyor belt sushi, you can spend about 1,200 yen on mm. a meal. A proper sushi restaurant, you're looking more at 3,000 yen, but yeah. the difference in quality is staggering. That's beautiful. And it's amazing. It's so, stunning. yeah, sushi's and my definitely recommend it get yourself down there the chains all across tokyo and i promise you it is some of the best sushi you'll ever have i enjoyed uh, yuki uh, when after we'd met he put a picture of me on his facebook page and wrote in japanese um uh, that is peter san i think he has something to do with Coldplay. play <laughs> 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 i know why that is it's because you said to yuki that you met Coldplay. oh right okay. i was trying to big you, you were up. trying to big me up i was right, trying to yeah, big yeah, you yeah. up like pete, pete came over to japan as we all know <laughs> and uh, i showed him around for the week and my friend i introduced him to my good friend yuki he you can see in a video called Japanese People Eating Marmite. Mm. He's the guy that gets poisoned by it. And I, yeah, to, to try and explain Pete in one sentence, I said, oh, he's a famous DJ, he's met Coldplay. Because I knew Yuki loved Coldplay. <laughs> okay, um, right. For some reason. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so now you're the guy that loves Coldplay. Oh, well, there you go. I'm lovely old job. forever in his thoughts. Um, yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? Mm. Let's done. get out of here. Let's get we've, out of here. We've done enough. We've, we've given you enough, I would say. Keep the questions coming, guys. Mm. To Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week to do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great week. And don't you dare trademark the word kimono, or I'll be coming for you. <laughs> God help you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.